At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better welcome inside the Beeson Studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. Femi Abebefe in for Danny Burke, and we're going to be hanging out over the next 60 minutes, so we want to hear from you guys over this hour. Tweet at the show, at Beeson Live on Twitter, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. A couple of great guests joining the program this afternoon. Will Hill, host of the New York City cast in 15 minutes, will get his thoughts on tonight's Falcons-Jets game in the preseason, plus the Subway Series in the Bronx between the Mets and the Yankees. Then Adam Burke, VEASAN betting analyst and writer at 3.30, talking a little college football week zero with Adam. Then we'll close the show out talking about some of the NFL week one lines that have moved over the weekend. And if there's any betting opportunity. But first, we begin with tonight's Monday night football game. Are you guys ready for some football? Because I am ready for football. The Falcons taking on the New York Jets in the Meadowlands. Kickoff 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Right now, over at Bet Rivers, the Falcons are four-and-a-half-point favorites with the total sitting at 38-and-a-half. We've seen this line move heavily toward the Atlanta Falcons in this game because reports came out that the New York Jets will not play a majority of their veteran starters tonight. That was per Connor Hughes of SNY. Second-year QB Zach Wilson. Obviously, he's not going to play with the knee injury that he suffered in week one of the preseason. No Joe Flacco, who didn't play in week one either. Joe Flacco right now projected to be the New York Jets' week one starter in the regular season. So Flacco will not be playing in tonight's game. Expect Mike White to get the call for game green here at QB. For the Atlanta Falcons side, they are expected to play their starters, so that's why you kind of saw that line move as well. It was almost like two things working at the same time. The Jets not playing their guys and the Falcons playing their starters. At least we saw their first-team offense and defense play for one drive against the Detroit Lions. Maybe we see them for a little bit longer tonight against the New York Jets, but they're expected to play their starters according to the reports. Rookie wide receiver Drake London, he will not play after suffering a knee injury in the first series of their game against the Detroit Lions. These two teams actually held joint practices leading up to this evening's game. So I'm sure a lot of the work was done throughout the week, earlier over the weekend. So this preseason game is pretty much a formality to get some threes and fours, some reps on tape to try to get them into the league. So I do have a bet in this game, but this number is long gone. I bet this last week, actually, 
when the week two lines came out. And I bet the under 42 and a half, like I mentioned, over at Bet Rivers, this number sits at 38 and a half. So that's four points of what the kids call CLV. That's closing line value. We'll see how much it's worth <laughs> later on this evening. But the main reason why I bet this under last week was because I thought a lot of those totals we saw going from week one to week two saw a massive adjustment. And that was due to the fact that we saw the overs hit in 14 of the 17 games in week number one. And I also figured that the starters, because of these joint practices, might not get as much time as we see in week number two. So I wanted to play against the big adjustment. And I'm also projecting the starters, while they may play a little bit, they're not going to play enough to really impact the total here. So we're going to see a lot of twos, threes, and fours, and even some guys that are probably going to be playing in the CFL uh, next year. So that number of 42 and a half, just really high for a preseason game. I mean, hell, there's a 41 and a half in a regular season week one game between the Browns and the Panthers. We'll get to that game in just a bit. So that just goes to show you how high this number is after last week, what we saw with a lot of those preseason totals coming in in the low to mid 30s. Now this one earlier last week was in the low 40s. So I went ahead and played that. Now that's sitting at 38 and a half. So that number long gone, but I think this game ends up playing towards the under. As for the Atlanta Falcons regular season outlook, because this is a team that, let's make no mistake about it, this team is going to stink in 2022. I mean, like you look at the roster up and down, and you look at how many guys would start for other teams, and it's probably four, five players on the roster that would start for other teams across the league. So with that being in mind, I didn't want to really play this team's unders when we talked about their season-long output, I mean, under four and a half, there's not a whole lot of wiggle room there. That's such a low number. And while I think they probably cash under four and a half, I don't want to tie my money up at plus 110 for that. I mean, they're just so weak when you evaluate this team at quarterback, offensive line, defensive line. This is just a terrible recipe for success with them being weak in all of those positions. I mean, you look at the fewest regular seasons market at some of these sports books, they're the second favorite just behind the Houston Texans in that market. So there's not a whole lot of value in fading this team to do bad things because we all expect them to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. So the way that I decided to play on the Atlanta Falcons was with betting Kyle Pitts and his season-long player prop, his wide receiver touchdowns, over four and a half. So over four and a half receiving TDs for Kyle Pitts. I got that at minus 115. And the reason why I play that is because Pitts is the best playmaker on this offense. And he's going to see a lot of those targets all throughout the field, but especially in the red zone. And I think he's going to regress positively when it comes to touchdowns because last year he went over 1,000 yards but only had one receiving touchdown. That's hard to do for a guy that saw so many targets. So I think that we're going to get him to regress positively in that manner to where he can get to five touchdowns. That's not a ton in a 17-game season. And I also think that Drake London's presence when he returns from the knee injury should open things up for Kyle Pitts once he gets into the red zone. The defense is not going to just be able to key in on Pitts in that situation. So I think Drake London coming back, maybe Pitts can go over his season-long receiving touchdowns prop of four and a half. The New York Jets, their season outlook, in my opinion, is a little bit more interesting because this team did get better, but unfortunately for them, it might not matter, which is crazy enough to say because this, in my opinion, all comes down to the schedule for the New York Jets. It is an absolute gauntlet early on in the season. And myself as a handicapper for the NFL, I always put more emphasis on the first half of the schedule than the second half of the schedule because we don't really know fully what these teams are. So a tough schedule in the second half, at least from a perception standpoint, might be a little bit easier by the time we get to November or December. Injuries happen, teams surprise, teams disappoint, coaches get fired. So it's hard to really gauge how difficult a second half of a season will be. But the first half, usually, that one we can kind of get a better feel for. And the New York Jets, their schedule is rough. They're likely to be underdogs in their first 10 games. And in that span, the worst team that they're going to face, according to the betting market, is the Pittsburgh Steelers, whose win total is sitting at 7.5. Every single team other than the Steelers has a win total higher than 8. So it's a really, really difficult schedule, and it starts hosting the Baltimore Ravens, where they're going to be 7, maybe even 7.5-point underdogs. Their win total sitting at 5.5 right now. Such a big difference between the competition that they'll be facing. So where I figured... Might as well play an alternate win total under. I got this number at five at plus 200. You're seeing in the market some places at four and a half plus 235. So that'll play, pay out a little bit more here. We're all rooting for four wins or less uh, on, this, on this bet here. So four and a half plus 235, in my opinion, is still a good bet. I got it under five plus 200 with that chance to be able to push if they land on five. But this Jets team, in my opinion, because they got better, 
I think that they're going to be reminiscent to what we saw with last year's Detroit Lions, where the Lions, we always were talking about this team, big underdogs, week-to-week, double-digit dogs, or more than a touchdown underdog, and they were able to cover quite a bit of games. In fact, they went 11-6 and against the spread. That was in the top five in the NFL last year, but when you look at their straight-up record, they went 3-14. and I think something similar for the New York Jets is going to happen this year. Big underdogs bet this team on a week-to-week basis, but don't bet this team to accomplish anything in terms of winning a division, going over the win total just because the schedule is that difficult. So in my opinion, the Jets is an under for the alternate under at under at five because the final six games of the season, I talked about the first 10, but the final six or the final seven, I should say, they're going to be four of the last six of those games are going to be on the road at Minnesota, at Buffalo, at Seattle, and at Miami, the two home games against the Detroit Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars, two teams that a lot of folks are a little bit higher on that might be improved from last year. So that just goes to show you how difficult things could be for this New York Jets ball club. All right, but week one also in the NFL has a couple of revenge games. And we got this news earlier this morning. The Carolina Panthers have named Baker Baker Mayfield, I should say, Mayfield. Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback for their week one game against the Cleveland Browns. And this sets up for the all-revenge Baker versus his old employer, the Cleveland Browns, right now over at Bet Rivers. That line is sitting at Cleveland uh, is a a one-and-a-half-point underdog traveling to Carolina in this game. Total is at 41 and a half. So in my opinion, it's an interesting game. I don't know if Baker Mayfield should be a one and a half point favorite against the Cleveland Browns. And I get that Baker Mayfield is better than what they had in Sam Darnold. And is he's a better quarterback than Jacoby Brissett. But Brissett has so much talent on that roster. So uh, to me, it's an interesting line at one and a half. Maybe you use it in a teaser if you want to tease the Cleveland Browns up to seven and a half. But if it gets to three, which I think it might, because a lot of folks are going to want to be backing Baker in this situational spot, I'm probably going to bet the Cleveland Browns, either Cleveland Browns plus three or Cleveland Browns on the money line if we end up seeing a three between now and kickoff on September 11th. So that's an interesting revenge game between the Cleveland Browns and the Carolina Panthers. Like I mentioned, the total sitting at 41.5 in the line, 1.5 in favor of the Carolina Panthers. The other revenge game, of course, is Russell Wilson going to Seattle to take on the Denver Broncos. And we've seen the betting market actually favored Denver in this spot. Now, this is a game that I already bet. I actually bet it back in May when the schedule came out. I laid three and a half with Denver just because I thought the conversation probably should start at six in this game, and that's kind of where we're trending, where I'm seeing some sixes across the market. Uh, Five and a half right now is the consensus number. Over at Bet Rivers, this number is sitting, I believe, at five and a half. No, five actually at Bet Rivers. So if you want to lay it with Denver, you can get a little bit better at Bet Rivers, total sitting at 41 and a half. But to me, I think this Denver team is just so far and away from Seattle. And initially, I think the market and the odds makers were baking in that maybe Seattle would upgrade at quarterback at some point throughout the offseason. They're not going to do it. They, they want to play either Geno Smith or Drew Locke. And the fact that we're all catching up to that notion is why I think you're seeing Denver get bet to around six now we're seeing in some places in the market. So Seattle, I have minus three and a half in the pocket right now. And we'll see how that unplays, uh, unfolds, I should say, week one on Monday Night Football. So those are the two revenge games. We'll talk more week one NFL lines in the final segment of the show. But first, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Speaking of those CityCasts, the host of the New York CityCast, Will Hill, joins us next to talk all things football and the Subway Series. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is Rush Hour. Coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino, and we are presented by Bet Rivers. And joining us now is one of the CityCast hosts, which is also presented by Bet Rivers. The New York CityCast host, Will Hill, joining us now. You can get that wherever you get your podcast. Will, it's been a while since we've spoken. Hope all is well out there on the East Coast. And I want to start with tonight's Monday Night Football game, since it is in your neck of the woods with the New York Jets hosting the Atlanta Falcons. Right now, Gang Green. Four and a half point favorites, total sitting at 38 and a half. Have you dabbled a little here on this finale of week two in the preseason? No, I played the Jets as a teaser leg yesterday with Cleveland. I just kind of blindly take these things from two and a half up through the, the three and the seven up to eight and a half. It's nothing, uh, nothing profound. I just think preseason, the games are lower scoring, low variance. So teasers are a good play. Did you say they moved to four? Oh, so Atlanta's four and a half yeah. now. Is that what you said? Yeah, Atlanta's now four and a half. Wow, that's an interesting move because that had been two and a half at least like a couple hours ago when I looked. So I don't know if that's information base or uh, what that is. I, I'm not playing another than my teaser. I, you know, maybe I'll, I'll buy back for half and try to middle it. Although, uh, you know, that number has moved against me. So nothing crazy for me. Uh, not, nothing in terms of this game. I just I, I use the Jets as a teaser leg. I, I will make a prediction, though. If the Yankees and Mets play tonight, this Jets game will not get a very good rating here <laughs> on the East Coast because the Yankees and Mets fans will be watching baseball. So. Uh, it's nice to have football back. It's fun to have these games sort of every night. Sort of, we're getting there, Febby. Yes. Saturday, we got week zero starting. Before you know it, Rams and Bills. We got Labor Day weekend with all the college football. So we are oh so close to getting this thing started for real. I can't wait. It's less than three weeks away from opening night between the Bills and the Rams. Thursday night football to kick this whole thing off, man. And once we go, we are off and running. And also for that uh, line movement, I believe it's because the Atlanta Falcons are expected to play their starters. And the New York Jets came out and they said that, not a lot of uh, veteran players will play in this game. So it's, I think it's probably the two things combined is why you see that line movement going in favor of the Atlanta Falcons. We're speaking with Will Hill, host of the New York City cast. Speaking of this Jets team, where are you at with them in terms of a season outlook? Because I think a lot of people early in the offseason were bullish because of the moves they made in the free agency and the draft. I was bullish on them. And then I examined the schedule. I was like, whoa, I don't see that many victories in the first 10 weeks here. Where do you stand here with the New York Jets? Yeah, I don't understand the optimism. I know that people love their draft. And look, when you're picking twice in the top 10, you're going to have a pretty good draft. Unless you're you know, you're draft, drafting a long snapper or something, you're going to end up with two pretty good players when you have two <laughs> in the top 10. Um, I, I'm not sold on this optimism regarding the Jets. I would play an underseason win total. I think the Wilson injury, even though he might not miss a lot of time, that disrupts his reps, his practice. Mm -hmm. uh, now you're dealing with the Flacos of the world who could be starting here. Uh, for a couple of weeks. And like you said, the schedule is just brutal. And, you know, it's obvious, but it's worth stating, I guess. When you're the worst team in a really good division, you always have the hardest schedule because you don't get to play yourself. You know, <laughs> the, the Jet, the Dolphins have two games against the Jets that they can look at as layups. 
The Jets don't get to play the Jets. The Jets don't have two layups. Their six games in division are Buffalo, New England, Miami. I mean, to me, that that's maybe one in five, two and four is a home run scenario. And like you said, they got to play the whole AFC North. Uh, it's just it's a gauntlet of a schedule. We don't know if they have a quarterback. I think Salah, if he has another four or five win season, will be either on the hot seat or just gone altogether. To me, this is like a four or five win team once again. Maybe they'll be a little more competitive than they were at times last year mm-hmm. when they were horrible on defense. But I don't know how you look over here in this AFC. Yeah, I think they're going to be reminiscent to last year's Detroit Lions where they cover a lot of spreads, but they don't win a lot of games straight up there. That Lions team going 11-6 and six ATS, so they were very, very good to their backers a year ago. Um, you have a few win total plays. I want to get to one of these overs, though, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because a lot of folks, I think, are cooling on this team with the injuries on the offensive line. For a second there, people were getting a little scared that Tom Brady might retire again after he took a sabbatical. He's now returned to one buck place, but why are you optimistic on Tampa? Um, I am not. I believe we got our signals crossed. I am on the under. Oh, we got them crossed a little bit. Okay. Yeah. A little, you, yeah. You were looking for the curveball. I throw you a fastball. <laughs> um, I'm with everybody else here. I'm with everyone else. I just worry about the passing game in general, the offensive line injuries, the receiver injuries. No more Gronk there. Yeah. And look, you got a quarterback. I know, you know, eventually you're going to be right with this and you've been wrong a lot if you, if you play this angle. Tom Brady's 45 years old. He's yeah. halfway to 50. It's incredible. At some point, he's going to decline a little bit. Maybe it's going to be uh, this year. Maybe it's going to be 12 years from now. Maybe we're going to be sitting here talking 11 years from now saying, hey, he's 56. He's got to slow down at some point. He's still going to be throwing you know, 35 touchdowns. But to me, it's a tough schedule, much tougher than it was last year. And even last year, they got buried by Washington. The Saints with backup mm-hmm. quarterbacks beat them twice. Uh, to me, this is a tougher schedule. Issues with the passing game, the offensive line, the receivers. Um, to me, this is like, you know, 10 wins, 11 wins. There's some 11 and a half juice to the under. I would play those even 11. Uh, I, I still think is a good play to me. This is like a 10 win team. Maybe 11 gets your money back, but I don't think this team's going over. Hopefully we don't get our wires crossed on this next team here. The team that the Buccaneers beat in the Super Bowl a couple years back, the Kansas city chiefs. You are optimistic about this team out in Arrowhead stadium. Is that correct? Will? It is correct. Um, look, I just I, sometimes I just have an overly simplistic approach to these. And to me, they got a great quarterback. They got a really good coach. I'm going to play the over. They it, yeah. it's ten and a half. It's not crazy. I think because the schedule, the division, it's uh, a little bit you know depressed in terms of the market here, down to ten and a half. But they still have games against the Texans, the Jaguars, the Seahawks. I know it's the NFL, but look, that's three pretty much layups. They can't go eight and six in the other games. To me, I mean, it's still it's still a great quarterback, probably the best player in the league, still in Mahomes. Reed always gets the most out of his team, at least in the regular season. To me, this is still an 11-12 win team. Usually the team with the best quarterback wins 11 or 12 games. We'll just keep it simple with that. I like the over. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense there. It's a tough division, but uh, if you're going to back any of that quarterback-head coach combination, Reed and Mahomes is probably at the top of that list, despite all the other uh, amazing things we've seen from the other teams out in the AFC West. Let's turn our attention to baseball here. we got about four minutes left here, Will. The Subway Series is a big deal coming up here. The uh, Mets taking on the New York Yankees in the Bronx. Before we get into tonight's matchup, how are you feeling about this Yankees team? Because last week, it sounds like you were saying that it's all good. We don't need to press the panic button, but they continue this slide post-All-Star break. Are you not panicking just yet, or is it time to now maybe uh, get concerned about the Bronx Bombers? Maybe sometimes I like to just go the other way because when they were red hot at their apex of their season, I said, I know they're winning all these games, but Josh Donaldson, Kiner Falefa, Hicks, Gallo when he's with the team, they have a lot of flaws. So I was kind of down on them when they were playing their best. Now that they're playing terribly, look, I, it started to creep into my head Saturday once Cole got beat that they could actually choke up this division. I just think once you get to the playoffs, October's completely different. Everyone's 0-0. Zero zero. They certainly have holes with Kiner Falefa, with Hicks, and postseason every out is so precious. That look, I'd be surprised if they won the title. I don't know that I'd be shocked here if they won the title. I'm getting to that point. So, I mean, there's not level of concern in terms of blowing the division. I think an eight-game lead with 40 to play, they're in good shape. Well, look, beating the Astros, the Dodgers, the Mets, to me, that's starting to feel like a bit of a stretch. So not panicking in terms of the regular season, but in terms of winning it all, it's kind of hard to see at this point with how just terribly they've been playing. They need Stanton back, and it Mm -hmm. looks like they'll get Stanton back Thursday. They just, look, they've had a lot of injuries, Holmes. Uh, Severino, King, Stanton, Carpenter, and they just don't have the depth anymore. They've been killed here by injuries. Well, the Yankees are going to have to try to beat Max Scherzer tonight. Right now, the Mets minus 159, the favorite over at Bet Rivers. Yankees plus 140, the home dog. Total sitting at 7.5, but I know you're eyeing the run line in this matchup. 
Yeah, I'll just grab the one and a half here with the Yankees. They're at home. Scherzer's barrel rate has actually been pretty high. Guys are getting the fat part of the bat on the ball. I know it's Scherzer. He's a bulldog. He's a gamer. He's got a way of, you know, even though the fastball velocity is a little bit down, he's 93, 94 in an era where everyone's 97 plus. Uh, he's got a way of figuring things out. But to me, this is a good buy low spot here on the Yankees. So I will take him here plus the one and a half. And I'll probably be cursing myself out an hour into the game when it's three nothing. And I know the Yankees. <laughs> Can't score two runs to catch up, but I am going to take a buy low spot here on the Yanks. Uh, we got a minute left here. What about in the Bay Area? The Miami Marlins taking the cross-country tip, or trip, I should say, out to Oakland. And the Marlins minus 139, the favorite Oakland plus 123 total sitting at 7.5. Oh, this is what interleague is all about. Anytime the Marlins and the A's meet, you can just throw the records out. I mean. Such a traditional <laughs> rivalry. Uh, I just played the Marlins here because I like Cabrera. I mean, the Marlins have a... a Great stable of arms. Now, some of them are hurt. Some of them are underperforming, whether it's Sixto Sanchez, Trevor Rogers, Max Meyer was the number two pick in the draft. They're all hurt. Uh, but, boy, they have pitcher after pitcher after pitcher. Another one going tonight, Cabrera, who throws a 96-mile-an-hour changeup, which is just incredible. He's been dominant. So I'm going to play here on Cabrera. The Marlins can't hit it all, so Cabrera's going to need to pitch well. But I did take the Marlins here at a pretty cheap price. There you go. So the Marlins on the money line there against the Oakland A's. He is Will Hill. Check him out over on the New York City cast. Get that wherever you get your podcast. Will, we appreciate the time and all the best with the bets coming up this evening. All right. Good to see you, my man. VEASAN.com slash podcast. Got a little plug in. There he is. Always, always on top of it with the plugs. Will Hill, host of the New York City cast. Um, interesting stuff that you had to say about the Kansas City Chiefs out there in the NFL. He likes the over on their win total. And a lot of folks have been expecting this Chiefs team to kind of regress just a little bit. They obviously traded Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins, but they picked up Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling to kind of supplement that loss of Tyreek Hill. But it's on Patrick Mahomes, and they've looked sharp so far in the preseason. Andy Reid is a coach that uh, you've probably made a lot of money if you trusted, but that division is as tough as we've seen over the past decade. So I cannot wait to see how that unfolds. Week two, they host the L.A. Chargers. That game's going to tell us a lot about what could happen there in the AFC West. All right, on the other side, Adam Burke joins us next to talk all things college football week zero. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide drops this Thursday. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers, coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe in for Danny Burke, and one person who worked immensely and worked incredibly difficult and hard, I should say, on the College Football Betting Guide and also the NFL Guide. He is Adam Burke, VEASAN betting analyst and writer, joining us via phone here at 3.30 over on the West Coast. Adam, hope all is well. I know all is well in your life because college football week zero, just five days away, buddy. Let's start off with the Big Ten showdown over in Dublin, Ireland, where the Nebraska Cornhuskers laying 13 against the Northwestern Wildcats, total sitting at 50 and a half. Are you on this Cornhusker train thinking that this team might be able to surprise in 2022? Yeah, I think this Nebraska team is going to be really interesting for this season. Look, I mean, they had nine losses last year, all by nine or fewer points. They lost a lot of close games. Adrian Martinez, just not a good decision maker. Didn't care, take care of the football. A lot of turnovers in the red zone, a lot of turnovers deep in his own zone. Those things wound up coming back to haunt Nebraska quite often last season. But now he's gone. They bring in Texas transfer Casey Thompson, who I think is going to be a pretty good fit here with new offensive coordinator Mark Whipple. And this is a Nebraska team that should throw more. They've got a more responsible quarterback at the position, a very highly touted quarterback in Thompson, as I mentioned, who comes over from Texas. So I think this Nebraska team has a chance to be pretty good, and I think they could kind of make a statement here across the pond in Dublin. Look, it's a little bit of a weird game to lay 13, and also we're seeing the total come down a little bit on this one. So mm -hmm. not a whole lot of love for the Northwestern offense, I don't think. But I really expect Nebraska to, to look pretty good here early on in the year. 
Yeah, we've seen that line move. It opened at 10, now all the way up to 13. Could touch 14 if we have more Nebraska love between now and Saturday morning. Staying in the Big Ten, the Illinois Fighting Illini host the Wyoming Cowboys. The Illini 10-point favorites, total sitting at 44. So a low-totaled game, another one where this is ticked toward the under. Um, is there any value here on the dog, perhaps, backing Wyoming? You know, I have a real hard time with the dog in this game. I think it's favored or nothing. And, and honestly, my power ratings, which I posted over at vcin.com here for week zero today, I've got this game, Illinois, minus 13 and a half. And I do like Illinois coming into the year. I think Brett Bielema did a really good job with this program last year. I like the offensive corner that they brought in and Barry Lunny. And I also like Tommy DeVito, kid who comes over from Syracuse. He's a mobile guy, kind of a dual threat type of guy. And, you know, Illinois wants to be physical. They want to run the football, but now DeVito, I think, gives them the opportunity to have a few different looks. For Wyoming, look, I mean, they want to play Big Ten football, and that works in the Mountain West. I don't think it'll work against a Big Ten opponent here. So even though this totals come down, we see the spread going up a little bit. I agree with that, and it's hard for me to lay double digits with a game that has a low-scoring expectation, but my numbers show a little bit of value on Illinois. I want to be on Illinois early on in the year before the market kind of catches up with what I think is a decent team. So I may ultimately end up on the Illini here and, and may do so before this number comes off at 10. We're speaking with Adam Burke, VEASAN sports betting analyst and writer. Check out his work over at VEASAN.com. Like you mentioned, posted his power ratings for college football, a useful tool for a lot of you betters who are just getting started out here before the season. Adam, let's go to the late night game in Hawaii. The Rainbow Warriors hosting the Vanderbilt Commodores right now. Vandy, six and a half point favorites. This number was at seven earlier this morning. Now seeing six and a half, so some buy-in on the dog. Total of 55. Do you agree with that line movement that we saw earlier today? Well, yeah, look, you know, I had to wind up adjusting Hawaii down in my power ratings because I didn't really expect this big of a move. I mean, I had this game closer to Vanderbilt minus one, minus one and a half in that range. But seeing this go up to six and a half, I don't know if maybe betters aren't super convinced about Timmy Chang and his first year as the head coach there for Hawaii. Obviously had a phenomenal run as the quarterback in the early 2000s, but head coach for the first time. He hasn't called plays since 2016. So a lot of game day responsibilities for him that he's not really accustomed to having. Javon Cordero transferred at the end of last year, so the quarterback position is a little bit of a question for them. But who wants to lay six and a half with Vanderbilt going all the way from <laughs> Nashville out to Honolulu? They're playing in a glorified high school stadium. There'll be about 9,300 people there. 12-hour trip, five-hour time difference, super late game. Um, and they're in Hawaii. I mean, this is a Vanderbilt team. that's not going to go to a bowl game. So this is kind of their destination type of game. <laughs> this is a really, really hard handicap. I think even though a lot of people will bet this game just because it's that Hawaii chase game in week zero. Yeah, Bet Rivers has it, Vandy 7. So if you like Hawaii there, you can get 7 over at Bet Rivers. Other shops have it at 6.5 in the market. Always shop around, as we recommend here at VEASAN. Um, I want to ask you about some long-range Pac-12 stuff because I'm a West Coast guy, so selfishly enough, our Chicago audience can get a little bit of Pac-12 action. But uh, right now, over at Bet Rivers, we have USC as the favorite at plus 200, Utah's plus 240, Oregon plus 250, then a significant drop-off down to Washington and others at 10 to 1 and longer. But all throughout this summer, we've been asking people about the Pac-12, and everybody loves the Utah Utes, but for some reason in the market, USC is still the favorite. So why is that? Is it just giving liability, or is there something that we're all missing here with this USC team? I don't know, Femi. I, I really, truly don't know. I mean, I have Utah power-rated five and a half points better than USC. That's a little bit higher than what I think a lot of people in the market have, and Utah is about a four-and-a-half-point favorite for the game coming up in Salt Lake city here in about a month and a half, but I don't, I don't get the USC love. I understand that they won the off season with Lincoln Riley. They bring in Caleb Williams, but offense really wasn't the issue for this team. It's been the defense. And I don't know that the sooner or that the, uh, the Trojans fixed the defense right away here with Alex Grinch coming over from the Sooners. Lincoln Riley is definitely more of an offensive guy. As we know, I don't get it. I mean, quite simply the reality that Utah has that USC game at home, Mm -hmm. where the Utes are really, really good. I mean, look, that's maybe your Pac-12 championship game if we see a rematch there, but I don't know. I, I just I don't get it with Utah being favored over USC you know, on a neutral and at home. I don't understand why the Trojans are the favorite here for the Pac-12. I think Utah has some betting value in that regard. I think over their season win total is a good bet. 
And I also think that they may be the fourth team to crack the college football playoff, mm. where I have a big gap between Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and anybody else. Wouldn't shock me if the Utes are the team that makes up that fourth spot. That's interesting because Utah, in their week one game, this will be September 3rd, so a couple weeks out from now, they are two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Florida Gators, total sitting at 53. That is a very, very tricky opening game having to go cross-country. Now, that's not going to impact them in the Pac-12, but for the college football playoff, it might impact this team because it's a chance for them to make a statement in a non-conference game, but if they lose that game, it could really hurt their chances to make that Final Four. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of the game. You know, you sort of look at that one and you say Utah probably has to win this one. I have them a four point favorite in that game. So, again, I'm a little bit higher than the market on the Utes. But the one thing that would concern me about that game, and this is a really important thing to talk about for early college football betting, you get a lot of these non-conference games, right? You've got, you know, UConn going to play Utah State where maybe they just kind of run out of gas in the second half playing in elevation. Mm -hmm. You wonder about Utah going down to Gainesville where it's likely to be hot. It's likely to be humid. Those are conditions that they don't play in or practice in in Salt Lake City. So that would be a little bit concerning for me. If Utah goes down there and it's 90 degrees and 80% humidity, you know, one of those usual Florida days that we all know and you know, I'm sure Floridians love. But that is something to keep an eye on here. Early on in the college football season, teams traveling to play in elevation, teams traveling to play in heat, teams traveling to play in kind of remote areas. These are all things that should be part of the handicapping process as we get closer to kickoff. Yeah, BYU-South Florida is another one of those games where BYU used to play up there in Provo, Utah, now has to travel all the way to the Tampa area to take on the Bulls in that game. But BYU a 12-point favorite in that spot. Adam, we got about 45 seconds left. There's that interesting prop here in town of an Alabama-Ohio State national title game. It's at plus 350. The no is minus 420. What would you bet if you had to bet it? I think that's your title game. I really, mm. truly think that's what we see at SoFi Stadium. I think it's Alabama and Ohio State. And uh, simply because, you know, for Georgia, we'll see if they put two SEC teams in again. But I think Alabama is the best team in the country. I think Ohio State's right there with them. Yeah, no, I completely agree because I bet it at plus 375. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I completely agree right there. And a lot of folks don't want to hear it, but unfortunately, college football, it, it can be rather predictable. You know, we, we, we get some uh, crazy upsets along the way here, but usually the result ends up being the old favorites uh, at the end here, Alabama, Ohio State being the top two favorites to win the national title heading into this season. He is Adam Burke, sports betting analyst here at VEASAN and a writer over at VEASAN.com. Like I said, make sure to check out his work. His college football power ratings are up over at .com. Adam, good stuff as always, and I'll talk soon. Appreciate it, family. Have a good one. Awesome stuff there from Adam. Uh, yeah, you know, college football, it's like it, it's kind of similar to the NBA, and I think this year is very similar to the years about four or five years ago when it was Cavs-Warriors, and we all knew that in October, that in June it was going to be Cavs-Warriors. I think we know that in college football. We might try to talk ourselves into other results, but I think by the time we get to January, it's going to be Alabama-Ohio State playing for the national title just because they're the two best teams in the country and I'll have to see it if I'm proven otherwise. We wrap up the show on the other side talking some week one NFL line moves here on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Well, check out VEASAN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and across the country. Download VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. This is the final segment of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. Femi and Bebefe hanging out here at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. I also have a podcast. Myself and Michael Lombardi, the GM Shuffle. New episodes every Thursdays now that we're here in the offseason, but come regular season, it'll be Mondays and Thursdays. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. The GM Shuffle with Michael Lombardi. Uh, that is a fun podcast for all of you football junkies. We talk betting. We talk just long-range team-building football stuff. It is a lot of fun indeed. All right, so let's get back to the betting in the NFL because week one is just less than three weeks away, I should say, and we've had some interesting line moves over the weekend based off of some of these preseason games, some injuries, and maybe the market just catching on to some of these teams. And the first one I wanted to start off was the Sunday night football game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. Now, over at Bet Rivers, this line sits at Bucks one and a half point favorites, total 50 and a half. But where I'm sitting here in Las Vegas, over at the Circle Resort and Casino, that game is a pick, which is really interesting because we saw the total in this game really ticked down. It was hovering around 53, 52 and a half. Now it's pretty much 50 and a half across the board. But the Bucks going to a pick, some places, most I should say, have Tampa as one-point favorites. And I think a lot of this has to do with the injuries to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line and their injuries at wide receiver. Now, maybe a little bit of the speculation of Tom Brady, but Brady returned to the facility earlier this morning. So Brady should be good to go after his 10-day leave of absence from the team uh, this past week. So I think that the injury, we saw Aaron Stinney, their guard, who'd been competing for that left guard spot. He went down with a season-ending ACL injury. Already Ryan Jensen has a bad knee injury that's going to make him miss months, if not the entire season. So you have two interior offensive linemen that are now banged up. And we know about Tom Brady. He hates getting that interior pressure right up in his face. So if this Bucks offensive line is a little shaky early on, it could spell trouble for this Tampa Bay offense. Also, Chris Godwin, Brady's probably favorite pass catcher, he's coming off the ACL injury that he suffered in December. So if Godwin isn't good to go, maybe he ends the or starts the year on pup, I should say. Right now, he's kind of practicing, doing some things off to the side, but it doesn't look like he's moving around really well. I'm not sure if he's anywhere close to coming back. If Godwin is not able to play, so you're down Godwin and you're down some interior offensive linemen, maybe this Bucks team is a little vulnerable early on in the season, and we're seeing the market do that right now with it being a pick in a couple places in the market, but still one and a half over at Bet Rivers. Uh, another game I wanted to get to was between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Arizona Cardinals. Now, this one has moved today, and we're seeing at Bet Rivers, that line is now Chiefs three and a half point favorites. Cardinals uh, catching points there at home, plus 132 on the money line, total sitting at 52 and a half. And it's an interesting game because I'd like kind of like the over in this game. I haven't bet it just yet. I haven't bet the side either, but I want to focus on the side. 
because now it's hovered around a key number and it has moved off that key number in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this is despite what we know about the Arizona Cardinals under Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. This team always plays well early on in the season. The worst time to play them is to play them in September and October because that's when they end up having some success there. But Kansas City, we know about Andy Reid as well, is that he covers spreads quite a bit in the first month of the year in September. And I think the Chiefs, there's some sentiment that this team could be a little bit better than the market expects because we know the market reacted to them trading Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. And we had Will Hill on, the host of the New York City cast. He likes the Chiefs over, and he's not alone. I think a lot of people think that they might be able to replace Tyreek Hill with the acquisitions of Marcus Valdez-Scantling and also Juju Smith-Schuster. So if this Kansas City Chiefs team can go into Arizona and light up the scoreboard, maybe they can cover that number of three. I think a lot of people just figured you might as well in a game of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes versus Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, if you had to bet it, you might as well just lay the three points. That's seeing now the market at three and a half at Bed Rivers and other spots across the country. So in my opinion, I'm a little interested in Arizona now that it's three and a half, just because if you're going to give me more than a field goal with a team at home in week one, I'm going to always lean that direction. But it is uh, an interesting move to see that Kansas City get bet in the market. Of course, we know DeAndre Hopkins will not be playing in this game because he is serving a six-game suspension for violating the league's PED policy. The next game I wanted to get to is out in our nation's capital between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Washington Commanders. And this line over at Bet Rivers is sitting as Washington the favorite, three-and-a-half-point favorites against Jacksonville, the total sitting at 43-and-a-half. But in other spots in the country – that line is pretty much three, and it was four earlier. And in fact, I bet plus four earlier this offseason with Jacksonville because I'm not high on this commander's team. Um, you won't find a more anti-Karsten Wentz believer than myself in terms of what he does on the football field. I'm just not a fan. I wasn't a fan of the Colts last year because of Carson Wentz. I'm not a fan of the commanders this year because of Carson Wentz. And I'm also big on this Jacksonville team being better than the market anticipates because last year we saw them coached by Urban Meyer, who not only was he the worst coach in the league last year, he might have been the worst coach to ever coach in the NFL. It might have been that bad. And as bad as the reports that we've read over the last six months or so, there's a chance it could have been worse because we heard about this Jacksonville Jaguars team. They were not fans of him. He lost the locker room in September. All the things that spelled from the moment he got hired until he was actually fired late in the year last year, it was a toxic situation. And I think that we're going to see a quantum leap from Trevor Lawrence because he's now being coached by what I like to call an adult in Doug Peterson, a Super Bowl winning head coach. And the stuff we've seen so far in the preseason has been promising with Lawrence trying to push the ball down the field, testing out what he can do on this offense. They've made improvements on the offensive line. They made improvements on the defensive line, drafting Trayvon Walker number one overall. He's looked terrific so far in the preseason to where I think this Jacksonville team, which plays in a rather weak division can make a little bit of noise in terms of the season-long outlook, but also in this game where they're catching more than a field goal against the Washington Commanders. You're just never going to get me to lay more than three with Carson Wentz in any sort of football game. So I grabbed the four. That number is now down to three in most places. Bet Rivers still has a three and a half. So if you're interested in Jacksonville, you might as well go ahead and take that three and a half over at Bet Rivers. You got to pay that minus 114 juice here, but I think three and a half is very valuable in this game. And you see the schedule for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're at Washington, which I think is a game that they could win, and I fully believe that this team is live in this Week 1 contest against the Colts. Hey, the Colts have not been able to win down there in Duval County. That has been their house of horrors, so maybe they can steal another one against Indy, uh, but it gets a little bit more difficult at the Chargers, at the Eagles, but home against the Texans at the Colts. Maybe they start the year 3-3 three and three and things start to look up on the outlook for this Jacksonville Jaguars team. The next game I want to talk about is in Chicago. I know we have a lot of Chicago viewers, sports fans of the Bears, and it's probably going to be a rough year for you guys out there in the Windy City. But the Chicago Bears hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Right now, this game is 6.5 over at Bet Rivers, a total sitting at 42. But in a lot of spots, we see this number now up to 7 based on what we've seen throughout this preseason. I think also some optimism around 49ers quarterback Trey Lance. So, this is a game to where I thought six and a half was a fair number. So I do think it's interesting that this is ticked to seven and it's probably more pro San Francisco than it is 
anti-Chicago. The Niners, if Trey Lance is good, can be an absolute juggernaut because we forget that this team was a dropped pop fly interception away from going to the Super Bowl just last year. It wouldn't have been Matthew Stafford and the LA Rams if Joukowsky Tart caught that pass late in the game against the LA Rams. They're giving the Rams a second chance and we all know the rest is history. They go on ahead and win that game. So this San Francisco roster is really talented and I think in this game, they really have the edge with their defensive line against the Chicago Bears offensive line and I'm sure that's probably what the betting market is looking at seeing that that is an absolute mismatch with Nick Bosa and all those guys Eric Armstead going after Justin Fields and that young Bears offensive line. The Chicago team, they're still in year one of a rebuild. We've seen them already trade Khalil Mack to the Chargers. Roquan Smith, I expect to play, but we'll see how that situation works itself out there with Roquan Smith and management. Robert Quinn could be a guy who gets traded at some point this season. I think the Bears want to reset, and we're going to see some growing pains from the Chicago team early and often. And the last game that I wanted to touch on was between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Detroit Lions. And this one has to do with the total. Earlier this morning, we saw the total tick up from 47, now 48 in some spots, some 47 and a half as well if you missed the, the early move in this game. But I think these are two offensives that can be a lot better than people think. The Eagles have the best offensive line in football, in my opinion. They're going to be able to put up points. A.J. Brown now with the Eagles. And then the Detroit Lions probably have a top five offensive line in their own right. That offensive line unit was good last year. I think they're going to be a little bit better with Panay Sewell now in year two for the Lions. Taylor Decker back from injury. Frank Ragnow back from injury. They've got some blue chip players on that offensive line. So maybe we see some high scoring in this game. Early season totals, I'm very fascinated by them early on because we know that the league is going to emphasize some of these illegal contact penalties, which are automatic first downs. So maybe we see some totals go over early on in September. All right, those are the five games that I'm interested in week number one. We'll talk more about these games and some college football tomorrow here on the Rush Hour. But thank you to Will Hill, host of the New York City Cast, and thank you to Adam Burke, VEASAN betting analyst and writer. Coming up next, primetime action with Ben Wilson and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.